Just a couple of guys recording. Just a couple of boys recording the podcast. Like most boys nowadays. I seen a boy the other day uh, uh, running a, dri- driving a uh, truck. I don't know. Start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. I am your host, Will. He is your co-host Steve, and we're coming in. We're coming in mellow in this one. Hey, I am Steve? feeling mellow like a big bowl of Jello. He's mellow like a big bowl. Of What's jello? your opinion on Jello? Mellow. Go. Well, how do you feel about Jello? I like Jello. I'm a fan I like of Jello too. Some people, you either love it or you hate it. I find. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people do weird things with Jello. Oh yeah, they, they, they I'm really one do. of them. <laughs> I've been to places where they throw in like mayonnaise into Jello, and then all kinds of different kind of fruits and stuff like that. I've never been a Jello salad kind of guy. Jello either. sounds not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People do some weird stuff with their I Jello, but look, hey, look. Yeah, I can't talk a lot about Jello on this on this because this is a PG podcast. <laughs> I think. <laughs> right? Well, I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I've edited out, what I've kept in. So it could be anywhere. It could be on sliding scale of ratings at this point. PG means pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> uh, I am I'm mellow today because I was just I was just listening to the sounds of rain going on outside my house do you like rain i love rain i love yeah, rain i love the 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 weather i love the character yep. in mortal Kombat. the character mm. who's appeared in uh i don't even remember books anymore was it this book or was it misborn it was this book name rain <laughs> yeah rain yeah r-a-e-n right that's the tinker we're gonna yep. be talking about later the tinker who appeared in this book named rain big fan i yep. love rain yeah, love rain. I I like it. I like it so much. I like to go outside and I I like to sing to the trees after, make them feel nice and soothed after a, a nice little showering. My neighbors are watching. Me, on. Like, go out in like one of those like fancy bathrobes he was wearing in the TV show. Oh yeah, yeah. My neighbors are watching too, and they're like, "What is he doing? Is he making out with a tree?" <laughs> Just leave me alone. And to uh, take us to all it. the way back to season one of this show, Will's out there by that tree going. Somebody once told me the world is gonna grow me. It was a bit back in season one when we were anytime that Ogier that uh like Loyal or the Green Man, I think, was singing to the trees, they were singing Smash Mouth songs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not doing that. I'm not singing Smash Mouth. I'm singing uh all the all the things she said. Well, it's funny how said. how we change and how we grow over the years. All the things she said by tattoo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the that's things a, she said. All that's the things a weird she said. pull. That's a weird pull, man. That whole thing was like, the whole it's, video was like designed. Every they were like, check it out. They're lesbians and they're in the rain. I know. But what I like the most girls. is the rain. What I like the most is the rain. It's the most <laughs> rain filled, rain filled music video in history. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I'm sure there's another one out there. Probably David Bowie has the most rain filled filled. Yeah, music David video. Bowie. There's a lot of rain. It could be. Uh, nine inch nails, a lot of rain. I'm sure, a there's a rain. lot of rain. Yeah. At, least, at least everybody's wet, inexplicably. Yeah. But that's well, just... there's a lot of videos <laughs> where people are wet. But there's no rain. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But All right, everybody. Biscuit video chapter... where they're covered in milk. Have <laughs> <laughs> seen that? Faith, I think it is a video for Faith. Uh, no, I don't think I have. I just I had the image in my head, and that's good enough for me. They're in like a glass cube that's filling up with milk. And I think they drown, and that's how they all die. Wow. The 2000s. What a strange place. Chapter 45. Strange strange place of culture. Uh, Chapter 45, A Tinker's Sword. A Tinker's Sword. Right off the get-go, Steve. Let's pay some respects to our our Tinker tinker family. I'm going to pour some out into my Mm. mouth. You know what I should have got? You know what I should have got for this for this moment? I should have brought down. I went to the superstore the other day and I found a uh on I saw I saw a clearance jar of over uh oversized pickles. Actually, oh, the, we could have written that oversized, off. <laughs> the oversized jar. It's an oversized jar of regular pickles, right? It wasn't of a, regular pickles. Yeah, yeah. I could have had a I could have had a pickle on the air for for our tinker folks. Do you think they like pickles? Do you think that's like in their wheelhouse? I think I definitely think they like pickles because they're doing all sorts of they're traveling around so they you know that they're like they're fermenting all types of shit. They've got cucumbers yeah. in jars turning into pickles. They're doing all sorts of things. They're living off the land. Yeah, yeah, preserving. They they've got they've got a lot of jams, all right? And oh, a lot of chunky chicken jam. noodle soups. I feel like they have a cart or two that they're lugging around with them. That's just the the, the straight preserving jam. cart. 
Maybe not just straight oh. jam, but just preservations <laughs> in there. They keep it. They keep it sealed off. It's dark in there at all times. Yeah. Yeah. You don't jostle cold, it around too much. The people sleep under the wagon too, to pay respects to the preservatives because that's like your lifeblood during the winter. If they go through winter, maybe okay. do they travel during the winter? I guess they travel. They're traveling all the time. people. They are traveling people, but you, I would, I would hope that they like go to sunny vacate, sunny places where it's uh, cold in the north, and then Mexico uh, back around. Yeah, let's go to Mexico, Cancun. Let's go to the Wheel of Time, Mexico. I think that's Tan Chico. I think right? it's Tan Chico. Yeah, I think it's Tan Chico. And you know, <laughs> just the political climate of everything around there doesn't make for good vacation. Everything's tough. It's like going to Cuba. Yeah, but Smash Mouth is playing a different song over there. Might as well be walking on the sun. Bam, 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 bam. It's like going to Cuba That's... if you're not a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sketchy. Which I think the embargo is lifted now, so I think anyone can go over there. But I don't know. I can't speak to it. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know politics in general. We stay away from that kind of stuff. Okay, so yes. So the traveling people, they have been decimated by what seems... Yeah, they, they were decimated by the Trollocs, and then they were yeah. given another double whammy because the people of Evans Field, who were protecting their town from the previous Trolloc invasion, uh, just saw movement, I guess, in the trees and started just lobbing arrows at these poor people. And they're all, like, hiding. <laughs> like, okay, first of all. Them. You can't blame them. It's just, like, they're skittish, right? The I, get Trollocs, I get it. The Trollocs jumped them again with another – this is another ambush. This is a little bit different because they came at night. We told they came at night. They, yeah. they mostly come at night. That's what they say. Mostly. And, mostly. And, uh, yeah. you know, tore them to pieces. So now we, I, I understand the skittishness, you know. I get it. It's I tough. Get it. You I might want to just, like, double check, though. Yeah. Before you shoot well, a human in the face. The, here's the thing. Man. They are rainbow-colored people. Everything they wear is the most, like, bright colors you've ever seen. Yellows. And We're talking yellows. Have... We're talking uh, teal, cyan, yeah. magenta. They're a walking pride flag. All right, and they're also carrying a bunch of wagons with them. And as far as I know, Trollocs don't carry a bunch of wagons with them, full of preservatives. As far as you know, cured meats. They're cured. They, they, we do know that they carry back the human parts and eat them and make Trolloc soup. So yeah, but I don't think they're curing them. I don't think they have the patience for that. I think they just start not noshing down or maybe uh, throw right into the frying pan as soon as possible. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Well, I think it's all about the Trolloc soup. I think they just get a big pot and tuck things in there. I would hope that they would flambe, but I don't know. That's the way to do it. Soups are so. soups are should be soups are meals that where stuff should be hucked in. Soups on. <laughs> That's a trollic <laughs> dinner call. Time for soup. Soups on. Oh man, yeah. I I feel I feel pretty bad about them, and obviously Perrin he uh, he 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 welcomes the traveling people in, even though I think uh, one of the Congars are like they're gonna steal everything. They'll steal our children. They'll steal them. Game over, man. The they're gonna kill us all, man. Um, which leads into a scene where I think the aforementioned Tinker Sword happens. Like first, it's kind of like, uh, well, but right before that, we have Perrin kind of like falling into the role of a leader again. Again, uh, which and, at this point, what, I, you know, I think I just feel like he is that. Well, in this particular situation, I think he's more like a runner situation type guy because a guy comes to him and he's like hey i got trouble with my faucet and parents like all right i'll help with that fixes it another guy hears hears about that he's like hey my wheels are stuck in the mud and he's like all right i'm gonna and it's just non-stop person after person after person after person is coming up and like hey can you fix this for me and that is what running is is like yeah (laughs) won't make coffee anymore i think it's clogged up i need you to go to walmart get a new keurig i don't care how much it costs I used to go get it. <laughs> Perrin's like, if you just take a safety pin and you bend it and you put it through the little holes here, look at that. Cleared it right out. Fresh cup of Joe. I, a, I need a new Keurig. Then an arrow comes flying out of nowhere and kills the man. Someone's in the tree like, sorry. <laughs> I thought he was but, a big uh, man. But this leads into a conversation with uh, uh, Master Luhan saying that, like, look, man, people look up to you, right? That you should consider this an honor running around doing all these extra chores for everybody. Right, this and Master Luan very much you. like a father figure to Perrin in a lot of ways. Because I mean, they're all father figures, but he, they, but they work, yeah, right. but they work together at the blacksmith, right? He was, he was it's true, worked under him, not like in the show where it was his wife who he murdered, and he didn't. And guess what? He didn't murder Master Luhan either. So that's a win. That's that's yeah. a big win. <laughs> um. So this uh, the big the big scene I think that's worth mentioning is when Aram. Shows up. I mean, there's another big scene after this. Is when a ram shows up while uh, Fayil and uh, Perrin are kind of like talking, 
and uh, he picks up a sword. <gasps> ah! Yeah, not great. So the, I, I guess is he like is he like out now? Do you think he's out? Like they like because what's her name? Just like yeah, I saw you it's, with a sword. You know what? It's it's yeah, it's tough because now like you can't even pick it up. Once you pick it up, it's like you're a violent, evil piece of shit, and you broke the way. What as a weapon then? Because like think about it, man. Stick. Nintendo Switch that you can use that a weapon. Nintendo Switch for sure. Yeah. yeah. Lemongrass. Uh, lemongrass. Get that. Shove it down their throat. Yeah, cut their weapon. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I, I, you know, I think we'll find out. Stocks here of corn. The extents of how serious they take their silly little, little practices and laws. This could be like in the in the wonderful Amazon adaptation of the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. When uh, one of the Hobbit guys like got hurt, so they were all like, "We have to leave you to die now." It might be like that. It's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> it was a great scene. It was a great show. We all we all loved it. We all we all loved it. We all loved it. <laughs> Nobody goes off trail. Nobody you know, walks you know alone. I'm gonna go off trail right now for just a minute. Let's go off trail. Talk I got about my ATV. The rings of I got power a dirt bike because because I've. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring up Star Wars again, but I've mentioned so many times on the show, Star Wars is. You're Star zigzagging, Wars. man. You're it's talking about Lord well. of the Rings, and now it's Star Wars. Shut up! It's very well documented how I feel about the newer Star Wars films, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. On this podcast, and I'm yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. But what they did do is retroactively make all the prequels rise up, in my opinion. And I yes. have not been a fan of the hobbit movies but the rings of power has made me really enjoy the hobbit movies a lot more oh wow yeah so some good did come of it because now i watch the hobbit movies and i'm like at least aesthetically this looks good (laughs) and this looks and feels like tolkien or what at least what i whatever i'm calling that instead of fucking snails i do i mean we love snails 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 bites I mean, Snails goes off trail and Snails walks alone. Well, he is a little female Elijah Wood. Look, okay, I'm back on trail. We got to get back to this. Chapter 45. I forget what it's called. <laughs> a Tinker Sword. So, a Tinker I Sword. I don't know. Maybe maybe Aram is... Uh, I, I keep saying I keep saying Aram, or I don't know if it's Aram. I think it's Aram. 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 I used to read it as Aram, but I think it's Aram. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um... So I don't know. He could be out. He doesn't seem that perturbed about it. He's like, all right, you know what? I got my sword now. And Perrin's kind of on his side. It's a bit of an internal battle, but he's like, ultimately, a man deserves his right to protect himself with a cool sword. And not is- only a man, but a woman too. I think everyone deserves that right, even in modern society. And yeah, I will yeah. stand behind all of you while you yeah. stand behind your own sword. Get your swords. <laughs> your sword katana time. blades. Do you, did you know? I think we talked about this already. But like, do you, did you know anybody growing up that had swords? Oh, buddy, uh, yeah. <laughs> I grew up with a bunch of punk and metalhead kids. I like f- four out of six people had swords. Some people had like Oof. twenty swords. One of my Oof. good friends had, up until recently, when he, you know, now he's married and he has a baby, but he had no more all sorts of swords all over his wall. It was a little overkill. It was problematic. Battle axes. Are you a sword guy? I've never owned a sword in my life. I owned a lightsaber. One of those oh, Force FX ones. Yeah, I've got one of those. I got it hanging up somewhere. Okay, so let's let's wrap it up here with this little scene that we got in the end with the white cloak showing up with with uh Hello with Dane Borald. You know? Dane Bornhald. Uh, an uneasy alliance is struck here. I like this. I, yeah, I, I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I thought was going to be a a war on three fronts is still going to be a war on two fronts. Uh, but there's an uneasy alliance. I and you know, like the white cloaks want Perrin. They they're ready. They're ready to take him, take him down, take him down to town. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna lock you up. We're gonna read you your rights, your Miranda rights, or whatever they are. Taking downtown. But uh, unfortunately for them. Oh, wolf rates. Yes. All right, we're just uh, going to read your wolf rates here. Uh, you actually have none because you're a wolf. <laughs> and then they just lock oh. them up. <laughs> yeah, it's in a kennel, though. Yeah, wolf jail is just a Huck kennel. Huck them in a kennel. So. And... 
<laughs> or like a dog catcher comes by and just scoops him up in one of those nets, <laughs> tucks him in the back of a van. <laughs> Do you think uh, if if Perrin like rode in a wagon, he'd stick his head out to the side to? I mean, I do. The air. I do. Like I do. <laughs> no, not in a wagon, but in a car. I like to feel the like wind on my tongue. Yeah, yeah. A lot yeah, of us do. Yeah, I totally, it's just because totally of societal see. restrictions that most people don't even, you know, adventure out there in the first place and check it out. But I Society, recommend man. to all of you, put some wind on your tongue. See how it feels. Society. Yeah. Written by Eddie Vedder. <laughs> you know that song? Nope. It goes like this. <laughs> Society. <laughs> Um, okay, I don't yes, listen to Pearl Jam. Allies. I don't listen to Queens of Stone Age. I don't listen to Pearl Jam. I don't listen to uh, Weedus. Okay? Okay. okay. I only watch okay. Pepe, Jeez, man. the King Prawn, singing songs, <laughs> covers of songs from the 50s, anything Elvis. That's what I'm into. Yeah, well, okay. Cool. <laughs> One thing that's worth mentioning here is that uh, they tell him that the 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 white cloaks tell Emmonsfield that the Trollocs are kind of like closing in and that Tarn Ferry was just destroyed. Which I think like we got to give Tarn Ferry a break, man. Like it seems Hasn't like it been every destroyed other week, like seven like, times. <laughs> like it's like every other week, man. Yeah. I just imagine it's just like each time it's just like a crew, a small crew of people who are still alive, still live there. <laughs> It was hard work, but we have finally rebuilt the Tarn Ferry once again. Yeah. To live on where our ancestors once started their lives. It just breaks just like... itself and floats down the river. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <fuck. laughs> this is a fucking tornado comes through. It just levels everything. Well, oh, God I guess we we'll start again. Son of a bitch. It, now it's it, troll- and then in the show, by, they eat a few people. In the show, wasn't Tarn Ferry just like a cabin and a ferry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it also got destroyed. And then the ferry it also got, like, sucked and into I think a the guy, Yeah, yeah. And I think the guy who ran Tower and Ferry was killed as well. I think the Trollocs showed up and killed mm, him. No. Oh, you're right. Because he did sell them out. But then I think they killed him too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, And it's possible that that could have happened in the book. I don't remember per se. <laughs> Rafe was just like, we got no time for this. They just destroyed and rebuild it anyways, like the whole time. So it's just like, we're just yeah. going to destroy it. We can rebuild it if we need it. <laughs> they- <laughs> Ah, uh, poor. I don't even know if it's a town. It could be just a hut, but uh, it's yeah, a town in the in the books. Yeah, it's a town in the books. But in the show, it is definitely referred to as a town, but only realized as a shack and a boat. <laughs> poor and guys. An old man. Poor guys. Um, and then there's this talk about um, uh, Ordith from Lord Luke. Hello. So he's looking for. He's looking for Lord Luke. <laughs> Um, Padden Fane is at it once again. If Padden Fane was a wrestler, uh, what would his pro wrestling name be? Padden. So, yes. uh, The deal is is that uh, they won't be allowed to arrest Perrin until the women's circle has a say on it. Which, I mean, surprise, surprise. I think the women's circle is going to vote no. And uh, there's all these kinds of restrictions. They can't put dragon fangs on people's doors. All right. No, no, like, little fancy doodads. All right. Well, yeah. Have you ever tried to put a dragon fang on somebody's door? If you ran off that property, you in hot trouble. It's like so quick, man. So quick. Never do it. Never do it. Don't even ask. Don't even. Don't even think about it. Um. And uh, what was what was the other thing here? And yeah, the they're 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 now stuck and forced to help Emmonsfield defend itself against the oncoming Trolloc of invasion, which is adding uh, to your. It's adding. It's building up your Helm's Deep theory. Yeah, yeah. I still, I, think that's I be still the don't fight. think it's the same scale, but no, no, no. Of course not. But you know, it's on, I, it's on a, and it's on a similar a ratio. I don't know how well they're going to fare though, because they don't have a lot of people and they don't have a lot of weapons. It doesn't matter. Rand's got portal stones and waygates. He'll be there in a jiffy. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> anybody, anybody uh, can get there in a hot minute. You know, Maureen's a lot of these characters it. have uh, plot armor, so it's yeah. You know what's gonna happen? Loyal and Loyal and Gaul are gonna go to uh, a way gate. They're gonna go to that way gate. They're gonna turn it off. But before they use it, they're gonna go through it. They're gonna go meet Rand in fucking Sandland, and they're gonna be like, Rand, we need you. And Maureen, you come too. We need you to destroy the town. Quick, that we're everyone. Tom just yeah. <laughs> appears out of nowhere. Do you, did you call? Do you need me? Yes, absolutely. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Elias bring, comes back. Bring, everyone. Yeah. 
it's it's actually the scene from Avengers where like Black yeah. Panther's there, Spider Man shows up, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's there flying around in a suit for some reason. Uh yeah, and yeah, but still not the same scale as Helm's Deep. Very, it's gonna be quite small, quite in, intimate. There's gonna be some, yeah, I don't know, some candles lit lit up, and they'll we'll see. Mood. We'll see we'll how see. how how it plays out. But you are right; they'll probably just all show up and save the day. There, I do want to point out when they had the the head of the mirror in this one that they were carrying hmm. around, and then they put it on a stick because we know from from you know our RPG on Friday episodes, which we'll be getting into. I like to carry around a severed head. Big fan. Yes. Yeah, you get, but I think you lost it. And, well, I used uh, it. You used it, yeah. and uh, you it's don't different. have it anymore. But I, I, I did a little bit of work on your inventory system here, so that we're kind of starting the next, uh, next oh, one got pretty a, fresh. We got a patch. We're running an update. We're running an update. We're running an update. I, uh, I kind of let you run the show a little too much, especially after the dream one. So I need to kind yeah, of I can like just say anything and you just roll doing. with it. You know? Yeah, it's uh, say anything. It's, uh, Maybe we can get John Cusack in it this week. You know, I like that joke. That's a little callback to an old joke of ours back in like season two. It's all callbacks. This is shows is all callbacks now. It's all callbacks now. This one's a call forward. Uh, <laughs> banana tree. That'll be funny in like 200 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to like call somebody and just put it up to the microphone. This is like Tyler on the other end. It's going, hello. What do you want? Plain Zelda. That's all he ever says. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's wrap it up there. We gotta talk about T's and B's. We know we know kind of like an I we got an idea what was going on, but uh more or less it's the parent show. But I mean, what do you it's think? Been, has, has it been a parent chapter every day this week? Not every day. I think we had uh maybe chapter like, maybe, maybe not forty Monday. or forty forty one. Maybe the Monday was like a ran chapter, but I think it's been a see, lot of parent. A lot of these same characters. And I'll tell you right now, Perrin is my number one top. I know. It's it's too easy, but he's had so much. He's had more character development in this last slew of chapters than he has had in this entire series. After every chapter this week was a parent chapter. I just went and looked every single and, one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. And without Perrin, all these people will be dead. Every single so, one. So Perrin's at the top, and Varen is at my bottom. We know how I feel about Varen from yeah, today's episode. I, I, and I, I stand I don't, I don't, by that, and we're going to want to keep close eyes on her when this whole thing goes down. Yeah, I think she if she is a bad guy, she's going to be a late-stage reveal, like book nine or something. And she's going to be like, aha, it was me! I agree. Well, this is, again, why I compared her to Severus Snape from Harry Potter, because have, it's the same sort of thing. Where there is I have set sort you on the a... hunt for the horn. Okay. I put you in the eye of the world. Starts naming off just the book titles. <clears throat> I am the fires of heaven. <laughs> I have been feeding you the food with an extra 500 calories per meal in it. I am responsible <laughs> for your love handles. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Although, you know, a 500 calorie meal is not really, it's really not, that's not that bad. No, no. One Big Mac though, Will, 550 calories. But that's that. like your meal for the day, day though, or maybe the meal for like two meals. I'll you eat like any snacks. four Big Macs. What are you talking about? You for have a crazy metabolism. If I eat that, I can see it like just go right to my butt. I just yeah, I metabolize it all, and you know what I turn it into? Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that? This this show is Steve's regurgitated energy. This show is brought to you by five Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers from last night. <laughs> <laughs> five guys Wendy's once. I don't go to five guys I don't like that shit I don't like these you places like that guys? no I don't like five guys I don't buy it right five guys more like five lies okay I see mm. exactly what you're doing here you're trying to come off like you're not a fast food chain and like you're a funky little diner place but guess what you are a big fucking fast food chain and you're not that funky and the place smells like fucking peanuts clean them up alright <laughs> people don't like peanuts that much we don't need a whole fucking peanut area you know, right before right before we started recording, Steve and I were like, "Why don't we have any ads yet? Why are we, why why do we why are we having trouble getting any ads?" And then I remember that we tend to just shit on everybody. I'll take a we could do a McDonald's ad for the Grimace Shake. 
I don't know. Uh, season three, episode twelve. I think we really dra- we we drug Grimace through the coals in that episode. <laughs> it seems like people are faring really well from drinking that thing. Have you seen those? Have you, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen those like reels no. and memes and stuff? People drink. No, the, what the? What are you, McDonald's what are you has about? a Grimace shake right now. Special edition okay. for, for Grimace's birthday. It's just like a purple birthday. shake. It's pure pure purple, and a special edition for Grimace's birthday. <laughs> and uh, people are now making making TikToks and reels where they. They're like, we're trying the Grimace shake. Happy birthday, Grimace. And then they drink a bit. And then it just cuts to like them like vomiting up purple stuff. Or like sometimes it's like a <laughs> demon chasing them, a purple demon. And they're like, make it stop. Sometimes it's just like writhing in bed and like covered in purple goo. And they're like, Grimace, no. <laughs> Generally, it is some sort of, you know, curse that comes, uh, that befalls upon you after you're consuming the Grimace shake. But I do think we need I, to try it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's probably a Patreon idea for us to do. <laughs> Grimace shake, everybody. We gotta get on. We gotta get on dollar drink dates because we're poor. We need more Patreon. You members. always say that. I don't give a fuck about dollar drink dates because this is a. I, I don't even drink, drink pop. I'll just drink water. It's free. That's a lie. That's a lie. I drink. I see you drink gallons of pop. Gallons of them. No way. Pop doesn't even come in a gallon. It does. In the states, you go in the states and drink your gallons. Of- I'll drink pop. I don't like if it's around, but I'm not going out of my way to spend a whole dollar on it. Jeez. But you'll drink that grimace shake, though. I'll drink that. I mean, that's content, honestly, especially if yeah, I get possessed. Content right there. <laughs> okay, I gotta talk about my teas and beats. Can I? Can I talk about that? Yeah. Be okay. teamy. All right. Be me. All right. I gotta. I gotta pick somebody else other than Perrin, and that's tough. I don't know. I don't know. I, who, who else has been in this? I mean, Rain's pretty good. I like Rain, uh, especially uh, especially the fact that he came out, <laughs> poor guy, like after being shot at by like the town's arrows, he comes out and he's like, stop fucking shouting! <laughs> I'd like to give an honorable mention to the horse named uh, Stepper because yesterday I, or the other day I called a warder Stepper, um, but I was talking about the horse. Yeah, I think you meant like Ivan or... Uh... Well, no, I've, yeah, Ivan on. was the one we remembered, but we're like, who's that other that other warder? Stepper. The other one. Yeah. But that is actually a horse. Now, if we yeah. had a horse warder, which Mandarb kind of is, but really he's just Ooh. a horse. A reliable Yeah, I horse. think that'd be an, an Atlanta warder. That seems like, up her sti- that seems like her style. Yeah, because we know they're partying all the time. They're out, you know. Partying all the time. They're having fun. You know? And if you have a horse with a job... Like, I want to hang out with that horse. Yeah, He's well, got, like, you got to be careful because things could go wrong and they'll turn into a real BoJack horseman. I th- I've said this before on the show, but I'm terrified of horses. They they make me uneasy. <laughs> I don't trust uh, them. It'd be funny They're to shifty. see you. It'd be funny to see you around a horse or a bunch it'd of It'd be uh, terrible. It'd be like, I'd be so stiff. I'd be not happy because I'm outside. Uh, I'm not recording a podcast. So, like, what's what's even the point of this? You could try see, and record that- a hor- uh, podcast with a horse. See, oh, that would make me happier. Horse that would, cast. That would probably bring, the horse <laughs> that would, would probably bring a get my face. a big inappropriate boner in the middle of it because that's all horses do. Um, as for <laughs> a uh, as a bottom, it's, uh, it's it's hard to say. It's hard to say what uh what kind of bottom I want. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. It's tough. A horse what bottom, kind of bottom probably. Do I want? You know, I want a horse's bottom. Stepper takes my takes my bottom. <laughs> oh man, cut it all. Uh, you know what? This one actually. You know what? You know what? It's gonna come from. I think my bottom is gonna be out of left field. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> this is a great bit. <laughs> this is a great bit. Uh, it's gonna come out of the left field. I'm gonna name Ewan Fingar uh, as my bottom. Who the fuck is week. that? So he's mentioned in chapter 43, where like we didn't even talk about him. Uh, because he's so inconsequential, but like uh, he's measured in chapter 43 and Perrin, he's like, he's talking to him and he realizes that it's a kid that he knew back when he was living in oh, yeah, field that has yeah, grown yeah. up and yeah, he's yeah. like, Whoa, you're like an adult now. And you know, fuck those moments in life. I hate that. Ah, like, yeah, agreed. Uh, we, like when you see, when you see a kid after like, you know, five years and he realized that they are now like a person and then you feel <laughs> yeah. old. Well, and especially in this case, because the, the guy he's seen is still living in Emmonsfield and hasn't really done anything. And everything that parents telling him he's doing, the guy's like, no, you're not. Yeah. What are you, he's what like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That's crazy, man. 
No, you, where, where's where's Randy? Is that like, a bad entry? Yeah, he's like, how are your adventures? And Perrin's like, adventures kind of suck. It's mostly just like, you know, like <laughs> looking for food and trying to find a place to sleep. It's a bunch of bullshit, man. And he <laughs> and and he's like, he's like, nah, you're f- fuck you, man. You're lying to me. Why are you gonna lie to me? So then Perrin decides to not even tell him half the things. He's like, I'm not even gonna tell him about Elaine. I'm not even gonna get started on that. Yeah, he's like, there's too much. There's too much history. All right, my best friend's. I, I'm a dog. The, the this guy <laughs> yeah. reading books is a dog. My girlfriend's a bird. Matt's got like, a new hat. And Matt's got a hat. It's a big like, deal. It took oh, yeah. us four four <laughs> books to get to this hat. And you know what? You know what the the final the final reveal of the hat was? He bought it. He bought it fair and square. He saw <laughs> he the, hat, the hat. He bought the hat, and we are leaving. One hat, please. <laughs> one hat. I'll take one hat. Ooh, please. That is a nice hat. How much for that? 20 i'll take it fuck all this boom fuck this fucking book <laughs> fuck all this you know what bottom goes the hat bottom goes to the hat tops hey, go to haberdasheries was- in general let's keep them go to your local support your local haberdashery they uh it's a tough business to stay alive in but we all like a hat shop yeah and remember the use haberdashery dip because i still think it sounds like a mustard <laughs> support your local dip shops too yeah, get yourself some dip. Yeah, hat is my bottom. Sorry, hat. Fuck you. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to get into the tabletop RPG? There's this no tables. Strung together bullshit of a game. Picking up where we left off in the last game. Uh, you were transported to Wine Spring Inn. You did a little bit of chores for Mistress Alvier at the Wine Spring Inn. It was fun. You got to dice some potatoes. You got actually. You know what? Fuck. Fuck last week's game. I really phoned that one in. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, I'm not doing this one. Wow. All right. I I wrote down seven sentences for this for okay. this campaign. I like that. And, I can probably uh, derail it so you don't even need four of them. Oh, exactly. So, like, see, that's that's the thing. It's like I gotta I gotta be ready for you know? Steve's antics. How about this? So, uh, after- remember King Kong with Jack Black. How about uh, one of my favorite movies of all time? How about that? Top two. Let's just put us in that. <laughs> okay. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, fuck you. It's not <laughs> happening. Um, at the very end of that campaign, uh, the wounded people from uh, Perrin's party uh, arrives into camp, and uh, we kind of know what the situation is there. You know, Perrin shows up. He's injured. He's got the he's got the arrow in. I I lucked out because I didn't actually like know the plot at that point. So it just kind of like worked its way in naturally. So I didn't even like read ahead for that. So you're welcome. Um, Perfect. So our characters are are here amongst all the Emmons Fielders. Amongst all the Emmons Field thing. What I'm going to do, though, and you are a sheep. Just to reiterate, I am a sheep. I'm a sheep. Uh, what I am going to do though is I'm going to fast forward one day when it goes in the next morning. Yeah, because um, we're you... just hanging out. We take a nap. We eat. sure play some bocce ball. You got Zelda. You want you play some Zelda a little bit? We don't. There's no switches here. I'm gonna roll for it. They've all been used as weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll for it. All right. Uh, you got a shitty broken switch. One of the shitty ones that don't the controllers don't come off, so you can't even play it. Sad. You can play those ones. The the hand the lights the handhelds. No 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. The dice has spoken. The dice have spoken. The die have spoken. Up. Um. So it's the next day now, and uh, Mistress Alvier has given you a task to help out with the rest of the town. She has asked you to go out into the woods and start gathering materials for Emmons Field. Uh, whatever you think is necessary, but specifically, specifically, she's asking you to look for wild berries and mushrooms. So right now, at the very start of this Ooh-hoo. of this episode, which which I have named between a wolf and a hard place. <laughs> I wonder what the hard place uh-huh. is. It's my penis. Um, no, no, <laughs> gross. Uh, you are in. You are in the woods. You are on a. You are on actually a a, a cobblestone trail, a few kilometers out from Edmonds Field. You can kind of hear the 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 fa- the the faded noises of town. You know, people like you know hammering shit. I don't know what do towns sound like. Town hustling sounds. and bustling. Commerce. Hustle and bustle. Hustle and bustle. Movers and shakers running around, yeah. shaking. They're moving. Um, you can hear it kind of like faintly in the background, but for the lar- for a large part of it, you just hear the sweet serenity sounds of just nature, of birds chirping. A, a little creek is uh, fluttering a little a little off the ways. You don't know where it is, but you can hear it. Um, nice. And you got you're standing on a cobblestone trail in front of you. It goes down in front of you. 
for about, I don't know, like 100 meters, and then it splits into a fork. And along the way, you see a number of bushes uh, that you can go check if you'd like. Uh, you see some trees, and you see some little, like, I don't know. Go explore. Where do you want to go? Um, Let's start walking along and casually checking out bushes. Okay. Are you are you looking are you looking for berries and mushrooms right now? Yeah. All right. I, I'm All right. I'm scavenging. Yeah. Okay. So let's find a nice little clearing here off the side of the road, an area lush with bush, and okay. uh, let's let's do a little scavenge and see All if right. we can forage any tasty shrooms or uh, right. anything I'm gonna, really. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for this. I'm gonna be doing an understand and duty roll. Okay. Oh. Duty. Oh. So you're you're crawling through the 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 brush the brush the butt the I almost said butt I almost said grub it's almost I don't know uh, you're crawling through the brush and eventually you do come across a thick bushel I don't know what you call a group of mushrooms but hiding underneath the tree a is bushel. like a bushel of mushroom mushrooms I'd say there's like twenty or thirty of them they're all nice. kind of small. But they and they got that kind of like brown top, so you know they got like a little bit of extra flavor in there. Did I tell you that I found a mushroom in my backyard? Yeah, well that will happen. That they will grow in your grass. Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah, it grew in my grass. It's got a big white head. I don't know if I should eat it or not. I mean, it's looking no, pretty tasty. Don't don't eat it. <laughs> Damn it. You you probably could, but you don't know what's been put into that soil there in your grass. What happened is your grass stayed moist for too long. And uh, made perfect growing conditions hmm. for a little fun guy. Happens, uh, happens in my yard all the time, too, because I got big shady trees covering everything up. So a lot of times it stays very wet, very moist. Hmm. Yeah. Perfect growing environment for shroom. Hmm. Delicious. Well, you find a bushel of mushrooms, Steve. I think it's time for you to to pack those boys up. You pack them up. You put them in your bag. Right. I want to just uh, I want to just eat one just to play a little Russian roulette. Let's see. Let's okay. find out if these things you know are funky or not. You know what? I'm gonna roll for this. I'm gonna see yeah. what what happens here. We're just gonna chat down on one of them right away and just put it right mm. right out there. Get it out in the open. Yeah. Okay. You you take a bite of one. It's uh. It at first you you think it's kind of bitter tasting, but then then the 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 classic mushroom flavor starts to uh, seep in a little bit. It's got a little bit of a smokiness to it like okay. a, a bit of a bit of an aroma okay. that so sits at the back of your tongue safe to say probably not of the magic variety but more like a portobello like a portobello but okay. you know we'll see how it goes like you still you just ate one right so let's let's just wait a second <laughs> digest <laughs> I'm, okay well i'm just saying from the way you described it, it certainly sounded like a portobello sure <laughs> i don't know my mushroom types i know white mushrooms and portobello portobello mushrooms what other mushrooms are there Porcini, Porcini. I knew Porcini. a guy named Porcini. That's a lie. I never known. I've never knew anybody <laughs> Any, anywhere. Porcini's <laughs> what the uh, Jawas say in Star Wars. Yeah, Porcini. Porcini. Uh, <clears throat> well, after you take a bite of this mushroom, Steve, you hear a little bit of a rustling in the in the in the in the brush behind you. Whatever could it be? Let's take a look. It's okay. You turn around, and uh, about another fifty meters away from you is a beautiful white-tailed deer. Beautiful looking. All right? Now, I forgot. I haven't told you what's in your inventory, but for this particular hunt right now, because everything is kind of like high alert, you've got kind of like, you've got a Emmonsfield bow and 10 arrows. and That's all I need. I don't need to know about the rest. Shield, sword. I don't need to know about the rest. Knock, loose. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you want to, you want to see... I don't want. I don't want to kill the deer, but yeah, we're killing. We're killing the deer. <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to. I'm giving. Like it's just an option. Knocked. Loose. Knock. <laughs> Knock. <laughs> Loose. All right. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how it goes. Uh, what's that? What's that? Uh, you need. Okay. Let's see. Oh, it just whizzes by it. You you take like ah! it's. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, sorry, man. It, it goes flies off into the into the distance. Uh, you see a little bit of flirt birds, kind of like react to it in the in Flirt the distance birds. and kind of <laughs> flirting birds. <clears throat> hey, baby, and I'm a bird. And it, what are you doing? And later? it gets kind of like <laughs> just want to go yeah, to the drop it. You're distracting me. Yeah, fuck. You said flirt bird. 
I meant to say just bird bird. <laughs> oh, but how am I not supposed to do a bit about a flirty bird? Flirty bird, hot I'll chicken. Show you flirty we got bird. it in town. It's a restaurant. It's a restaurant. Yet, guess what you can eat there? Birds. You know what? Bird you want. They are walking that five guys line though. If the next thing, if they, if I see a fucking barrel of pick, uh, a barrel of peanuts in there, if I see a barrel of pickles, <laughs> it's a whole different story. But if I see a barrel of peanuts <laughs> I'm in there, right in, baby. They're off my list. I know, I know, I know. I know. Uh, then suddenly you hear behind you, Steve, is uh, some tr- some some noises. Oh, what do you think Jerry is going to be doing for supper tonight? Do you think we should find some mushrooms to put into the trollic soup? We ran out of people two days ago. We need more people to go in the zoop. <coughs> That's hard. It really does a number. Now you know how Louis Armstrong felt. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you see three Trollocs walking together on the trail, just further further away from you right now. Uh, they can't see you right now. Um, you have a couple of options here. Uh, the smart thing to do. I'm just going to tell you what you can do. The smart thing to do... Three arrows at once. Kill them all. <laughs> Three arrows at once. I, did, I, uh, I just feel like that is a smart thing to do, but okay, okay. go ahead. Well, okay. All right. All right. Well, you could do that. You could uh, run away and sneak. Try to get out of there. Get out of their uh, eyesight. Get back to Evans Field. Or you can distract them and then run away. However, however you want well, to play this, man. The, the distraction seems unnecessary. I'm, I'm, Yeah, I'm not going to engage. I'm going to sneak on past. Sneak on past. Okay. So. And I got my that. mushrooms, right? Yeah, you're good. You, you got your mushrooms. Oh, no, Steve. As you're walking, as you're crouching and sneaking away, you step on a branch that makes a loud crack sound. And the, forest, all three trollocs. Everywhere. All three trollocs look your direction. Fortunately, there is a bush right in front of you that's that's kind of blocking their 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 full view of you but they see it and they're walking towards you right now oh boy i gotta put me in these situations i know all right I know, what I know. do we have in the inventory we can use here well you've got uh a bow and arrow <clears throat> you've got the sword of course um you've got salted cured meat and you got some bread and cheese okay so i just have to attack i just have to fucking john wick these trollocs what do they what do they have do they have weapons they've got swords they got swords they got just giant big swords okay yeah we're just gonna pop out and shoot one of them right in the face okay we're gonna (laughs) pop out we're gonna pop we're gonna pop them oh shit okay you pop out you draw you knock the bow you knock the arrow and Lose, and one of the arrows goes smack right between the eyes of one Trolloc. Bam! And the other, the other two go. Ah, and they start charging you. They start charging you right now. Knock um, again. It's loose. two on one. Okay, knock again and lose. Oh, you miss terribly. Again, That's not great. All right, one more time. One more time. They're getting too close. They're getting too close, Steve. You got the other one in the eye, and Bam. then you, and then the, the other, the other Trolloc stops. He. He screams again, and then you hear a horn out in the distance, but it's not that far away. I'm also going to scream just as loud, and now I pull out the sword, engage in hand-to-hand sword combat. Okay, you you engage in hand-to-hand sword combat. After screaming also, though. Okay. I'm going to roll for that. I can do that that shit too, Trolloc. Holy shit. Okay, so you hold your own against him, but you don't kill him. In fact, you only get like a uh, like a you. You're able to cut his shoulder just a little bit, but for the most part, he's overpowering you. He is too strong, too big, and he is he's making you look like a bitch. I mean, his shoulder's cut. That's actually a pretty crucial wound in a sword fight. It's not that bad. It gets more way worse over time, anything. and holding up that sword this is just going to become more and more problems. I think I should cut his head off now. Okay, well, we're gonna roll for that. Ooh, you miss, and he kicks you in the ass. You like swing, you turn around like in that goofy little thing, and he kicks you in the butt. Well, it's uh, place pushing is you about 10, 15 feet away. All right, well, I'm just going to use that momentum and uh, run a little bit further and shoot an arrow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you do that, Steve, you then realize that there is a group of about 50 to maybe 60 or 70 Trollocs working their way up the up the trail right now they heard the screaming they there was a horn they have a horn with them <clears throat> they've got a horn 
Well, right? hopefully the Edmonds Fielders heard me screaming. Let's hope, man. But my recommendation is get the fuck out of there. Yeah, we're gonna run. We're gonna, okay, we're, we're gonna, gonna run. We're running out of there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for this and see if there's anything anything that's gonna trip you up. Okay, you're fine. Be a fucking but, tree root or some bullshit. <laughs> you're fine. You're good. Yeah, you, you, you're making your way up to cobblestone steps. Back your back to Emmons Field. You got your pal Willie with you. Willie the sheep. He's right there by yeah. your side. And but when all of a sudden <clears throat> a rock the size of a baseball comes whirling out from behind you, knocking Willie out. It hits Willie. him square in the head. And he goes like, and he, I mean, that like, could kill a sheep easily. Lays down. Yeah, you you have a choice here. Let's get you a sheep doctor. You can leave Willie, go back to Emmons Field, or you can stay and protect your friend. And I'm going to tell you, Steve, it, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't protect Willie, I quit this show. I'm telling you, I'm going to protect him. I was going to ask if I could pick him up and carry him. Okay, let's let's pick him up. I'm going to roll for that. That is a, what, a move? And what do you what do you think this would be? This is a more of like a duty? Like is there one there that says uh, sheep carry? No. <laughs> oh, broad, broad duty. Yeah, yeah, duty. Okay, I'm going to do that. Because uh, he's a friend. He's a sheep. Okay, he is... You can pick him up, but he's heavy. He's heavy. He's slowing you down quite a bit. And more and more you run, the more and more the Trollocs pick, pick up. And they get closer, and they get closer, and they get closer, and they get closer. And now they're starting to surround you. What do you do? So I got to keep running. It's not like, what am I supposed to do? You keep Fight running, the Trollocs? keep running. Do you want me to fight them? It doesn't seem like good odds. I'm just going to beat one of them. <laughs> Suddenly, out, out of the blue, jumping dun, right into the circle dun, where you're dun, where you're in. Dun, 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 dun. We got table. <laughs> oh, I thought a param was coming. I'll take table. That's even better. Table. They heard your shouts. They heard the Trollocs coming in. It was time to save your ass. So they come in, they start, they start fucking shit up. Uh, Abel's shooting arrows. Tam's fucking using swords and stuff. I don't know. Sword of the morning. It looks so cool. It looks so cool. Yeah. Oh, and that's this. Now that the odds are leveled a little bit, you've got some wiggle room here to start slashing at some Trollocs. I want to hear your forms. Get, tell me your forms, Steve, and I'm going to roll for them and see if they work. Sleeping banana. Sleeping banana. What's that like? Tell me what the, what that move is. Crouch really down low like a banana, and then you chop their ankles off. Crouch down low like a banana, Steve. Let's roll. <laughs> like a banana. <laughs> Holy shit! You not only cut their, you slash their ankles, you take their feet clean off. You got you got one trollic down, and he's just screaming. He's going. Aah! You can leave him screaming, or you can finish him off, Steve. I'm gonna give him the old between the bouillon cubes, right? The old so this one. <laughs> I'm gonna cleave his head straight in half. Oh man, it's brutal. It's like going off the top rope in wrestling. You just you can't believe oh your God. eyes. Oh my, <laughs> God. oh my God! There's bouillon everywhere. There's bouillon everywhere. <laughs> Another trollic is coming up right behind you, Steve. I want to hear your best form for a, a back deflection. <laughs> Grimace birthday shake. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that you turn that trollic purple. I don't know what the that means. turns purple. He starts vomiting up his, he starts uh, vomiting. his organs. Yeah. His internal organs Tab- start coming out as Team a purple table. goo. <laughs> Team table are pretty confused at what's going on right now, but it works. All right? One is disabled. Okay? You got another one coming up on your left, Steve. I need another one. I need another I need another woo. <laughs> Roast chicken on Thanksgiving morning. Oh no! You take you take a hit on this one, unfortunately, Steve. He, the trollic overpowers you. Then uh, the can't the, win them all. By yeah, by by blocking the sword, the sword hits smacks you in the head and gives you kind of that Tweety Bird, you know, birds flying around your head. Oh so yeah, that's classic. Luckily, Tan is there to even the odds a little bit. He comes in there and he slashes that motherfucker down, baby. He uses a he uses the Stockholm syndrome. Oh man, that's a good move. <laughs> that's a good move. It's technically illegal in three states, but uh yeah. hey, and in Stockholm. It, yeah. <laughs> it's Stockholm. <laughs> As a result, Steve, the Trollocs are now afraid of you and they start backing off and retreating. They're going to have to get they're have, they're going to have to regroup a bit before they lay siege one more time. Uh you have found an area now or a, a space in time where you can pick up your friend Willie and retreat back to Emmons Field and prepare for Head back the attack. With Willie and with the mushrooms 
and uh, I guess we'll be uh, getting briefed and filled in and preparing for the upcoming onslaught on Emmons Field. On Emmons Field, baby. Mm. Like that? I thought that was good. That was good. A little little bit of an action one. That was great. I wonder, I was thinking while listening to this one, because I was getting so into the story, if we should just eventually, at the end, just stitch them all together in the one big episode. I mean, that's possible. Of just the campaign. I don't know. That's possible. Maybe just just for Patreon listeners. Yeah, exactly. You guys have to pay for that shit. Thank you for listening to today's chapter. Thank you for listening to this week's chapters and this whole season. We are nearing the end ever so closely, day by day. But thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we appreciate the support. Send us those emails at chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you back here on Monday for chapter 46. Veils. It is your pal, Will. I am recording on a shitty microphone, again, because it's way too early and I don't have access to my regular microphone. But I'm here to thank the four most important people to the show. You guys know who you are. Big Cheese Daddy, Nick Horn, Degree for Women, and Hilder. Thank you guys so much for everything you do. Uh, like I say at the end of all these episodes, I feel like a broken record. And I'm I'm burning out because we've, doing, we've been doing so many recordings. But uh, head over to the Patreon if you want to... Uh, support the show, get a weekly bonus podcast out of it, and we're talking about Mistborn. How cool is that?